This is Mom Goals. With world-class professional soccer player, Allie Long. My guest today is someone who's a great resource to someone in my shoes. Her name is Natalie Diaz. In 2004, she gave birth to twins, and she soon realized there weren't nearly enough resources for parents of twins. So in 2009, she created Twiniversity, an online resource for parents of twins. Twiniversity now reaches over 2 million families a year in over 150 countries, making it the largest global resource of parenting twins. Natalie also hosts two podcasts, Twiniversity and Twins Tale. Her 2013 book is titled, What to Do When You're Having Two. Here's my chat with Natalie Diaz. I knew you're from New York. That's amazing. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So you were born and raised. I'm born and raised in Manhattan. And I am, I'm fifth generation in lower Manhattan. Wow. So we're old school uh, Italians that came from Naples and got off a boat. Amazing. And we're too lazy to travel further than the five <laughs> points, which we're, it still is now. So yeah, so that's where we are. And that's where I really, it's it's an interesting place to grow up. It's still a small town community, probably like where you are, except mm. in Manhattan. I think this is one of the only spaces left that still has a lot of families that are like mine. So yeah, there's there's a many, many, many multi-generational families that still live on Mulberry Street here in Little Italy. Really? That's yeah. so amazing. That's really cool. I love that. Um, my mom's boyfriend is 100% Italian and he, every weekend they play soccer and there's like, oh. there's like five of them and they're sh- literally straight from Italy. And like, uh-huh. it's amazing on Sundays. It's like soccer. And then it's like someone has someone over and it's like food for like hours, like wine, they watch soccer. They, it's just like such a good, I like love Italians. So it's amazing because <laughs> it's, it's it's like such family no matter what, you know, it's it like so cool. They like welcome everyone. And it's like, how can I feed you? It's really, <laughs> um, it's, every time. it's, that's how you're raised. You know, like when you're yeah. raised, I always say that it's like the equivalent of being raised by wolves, right? So you do, there's, there's <laughs> this the huge yeah. community component to, to being an Italian American and so it's it's a big piece, I guess, of why I started Twiniversity is because that's my new community, right? So you have your cultural community. But then once I had my own twenties, I was like, hey, I, I needed that community. So I just I built it. Yeah. Well, I was literally just gonna ask you how you built your site, like what was your motivation behind it? Because I think it's brilliant, obviously. Aww. Um Thank you, yeah, Allie. No, it's amazing. Yeah. So can you explain kind of like how you came up with it and 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 why and and where it's at now kind of. Yeah. I honestly I built it for you. Right? So I built it for the mom that was expecting her 20s and was very disgruntled by the lack of information that's out there, right? Because like Ali, you know, when you find out you're having twins, immediately, you know, our generation we're going to immediately go online. We're not going to a library, we're not talking to people. We seek kind of that information. And when I was pregnant with my 20s, I just went and it was all very medically heavy. So it was a lot of hospital websites and it was like giant nonprofit websites. But I wanted a story about like the girl next door and I wanted to hear the good, bad and the ugly. I wanted to hear the practical and I wanted to really learn about what I could concentrate on that actually is in my control. Right. Because, you know, with the twin pregnancy, there are so many things that you can't control. Right. Mother nature Mm -hmm. is the one that she's pulling all the strings and she's got all that. But, you know, what can you prepare for? All right. We could look for the, you know, the stuff. 
we could prepare our home. We could prepare our pet. We could prepare our partner. We could prepare our bodies. There's things that we could do that we can control. And so instead of just leaving it out there in the universe, after I had my kids, I was like, someone's got it. Like, what the heck are we doing, man? Why are we reinventing the wheel every single time? It was so stupid. Because like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, Allie, whether you're in on the island of Long or <laughs> on the, you know, the big island, it doesn't really matter yeah. where you are in the world. We're all doing the same exact thing. Right. And there was no way to kind of connect us. And so the nerd in me was like, dude, I'm going to do it. And that was like, I started this in, in 2009 when like blogging and social media was kind of just coming to the forefront yeah. and I didn't want it to be a blog because a blog was in my opinion at the time, it was like my story, but right. I never wanted Twiniversity to be my story. I wanted it to be the story of the community so that mm. if it's you uh, and you're going to be somebody that has, you know, a nanny or you're going to be somebody that has their nanny, right? Like their grandma, that's going to take care of the twins. I right. wanted everybody to be able to recognize themselves on the site whether you are a, um, you know, a traditional family, a same-sex family, a military family that's stationed overseas on a Mm. base in Germany, and you're now you're by yourself because your partner is deployed. I wanted to make sure that everybody saw themselves onto university. And that's what I did. So when my own twins walked into kindergarten, literally that day, I cried and cried and cried. And I was like, (laughs) what am I going to do? And then I really... Truthfully, Allie, I really wanted more kids. And for me, I had a very hard time conceiving the twins that I have. And it was a very long journey for me personally. And then finally, after IVF and having only two embryos, they now live upstairs in my house. So it was kind of meant to be. But I really wanted like this giant Italian, crazy, neurotic, chaotic (laughs) family. Well, twins will bring you the chaos for sure. Right? But like, honestly, like, you I want mean, more. Somebody, you want yeah. More. I wanted yeah. like everybody. I wanted everybody's yeah. kids because yeah. I didn't grow up with like a lot of cousins. And mm-hmm. so I knew that when it got to my generations, it's kind of like just me. And so mm-hmm. I had all this weight on my shoulder and I'm like, I wanted this, this big freaking family. And because of the, the delivery that I had with my own twins, Honestly, I was told I had a closed shop. So I had no a traumatic yeah. delivery and I had a pretty significant postpartum hemorrhage. And I had some of the things wow. that unfortunately happen with a twin birth. But I was like, okay, if I can have more kids, we'll look into adopting or we'll look into fostering. But then the two that I had, truthfully, as you know, were such a handful mm-hmm. that if it just wasn't a possibility, you know, it's, it's, there's yeah. So many things that you yeah. have to to think about. And then finally, by the time they got to kindergarten, they walked in and I was so sad. I'm like, well, what the heck am I going to do with everything that I learned? It's wasted on me now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because as a mom, you'll know that like if you right. have, you know, different age siblings, you have all this experience and then you get to give it to your next kid. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to have more kids, what am I going to do with this? Right. And I love that. I started twin. I actually tried to call it twin university. But New York State was like, um, no. <laughs> well, so university sounds perfect. It flows perfect. It was, it was all my husband, Allie. I was so sad that New Aww. York State was like, um, you're not an actual accredited edu- educational institution. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So Actually, was- I am going to be. If you look at what I'm going to be putting out, I should be my own university, New York. Yes. Thank you. 
Yes, right? You're like, <laughs> hey. Hilarious. But also, like, at the time, truthfully, Ali, like, you don't know what it's going to be, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you start a website, and it was $138 and change. That's all I had in a Costco pretzel jar. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? And my husband's like, oh, it's your hobby. And I'm like, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> so I, I started this, but it's kind of like in like the field of dreams, right? If you build it, they will come. And from right. the very first day that I launched the site, we had thousands of visitors. It was it was ridiculous. Because I feel like when you know, you find out you're pregnant with twins and you kind of feel like alone. You're like, okay, I'm the only one that's going to be like, you know, everyone I know, all my friends have just one baby and, um, or there's, they've been sing singletons. And so when you, when all of a sudden you find out, you feel kind of like alone, you don't know anyone that's had experience or like my friends would be like, oh, like I would do, I did this for mine, but you have two. So I don't really know if that's the best thing to do. Or, you know what I mean? If I was just like asking or they want, felt like they were telling me their advice with, I didn't yeah. ask. It was just always, oh, but I've won. And so then all of a sudden, then I have twins and all of, all of a sudden I've met so many people that are like, oh, I have twins. Oh, my cousin has, oh, I've the, like, it's unbelievable how many people like I've been like, I feel like everyone has twins, but I've, yeah. I never even realized or, or knew that. So I was just going to ask you, like, did you, you started your website. Was it like right away that it was just all of a sudden a flow of people coming to it or what did it take a little time to build or like, yeah. It really didn't take a long time to build. And I feel really crappy saying that because I know that there's people that, you know, work no. and, and kill themselves for businesses yeah. for years. But this was one of those things that it was, it was needed. It wasn't that I was like, oh, I'm going to build a better mousetrap. There was no mousetrap. There was nothing. There was literally nothing. There was nothing that was practical and personal and emotional before, Mm -hmm. honestly, before Twiniversity. I mean, it didn't, it didn't happen. And I just hate that. And then Allie, like you, right? Like as a New Yorker, I got to say the truth. I'm a little type A or maybe a lot of type Mm -hmm. A. And so I want to gather my own information on my own time and I want to kind of digest it and then figure out what I'm going to do. When you right. go to a doctor's office, they're like, here's the things you have to look for. Here's the signs of preterm labor. Here's when you're going to probably deliver. Mm-hmm. Here's your first checkpoint. And you're like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was very, very overwhelming. And so I was like, hey, listen, if I start like a twins week by week for your pregnancy. I love that. I really wanted to make it so that it was digestible for anybody that needed it. Right. And I didn't want it to be overwhelming because that's the other thing. If you go like when I went to those medical websites, I would leave there crying and I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to deliver early and they're going to have issues. Yeah. And what's going to happen? I was like, here, let's just bite off this little chunk. Chew it. It's your, you know, your 19th week. Chew on this. Here's here's what other people's bumps look like, because everybody mm-hmm. wants to know if they're keeping up with the Joneses. Right. Right. <laughs> you're like, here's this. Here's what ultrasounds look like, like here you could compare yourself if you want. And then by comparing yourself, you also see that there is no one size fits all. Right. Right. Like 17 weeks on 20 different people looks 20 different ways. Yeah. I didn't show for so long and everyone would be like, you're having twins. Are you sure? And I'm like, I think so. Yeah. Like that's what the ultrasound says. Like, you know, and then I see, I would look it up and there's someone that's like showing so much by the time I thought I was going to be showing, you know? So, and then all of a sudden I was massive. Like it was like in two weeks, it was like a completely different (laughs) change. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my gosh. And then, it, yeah, it didn't stop. But it was, it's interesting how people, yeah, like think you should look like this or say yeah. this is what you should look like and then you don't. And it kind of makes you question a little bit of what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's so important to have. And I love that you're, you're doing that. That's so amazing. And you've done it and you've, you know, you, and I know you're like, you feel crappy saying it kind of like was catched on quickly. But I think the most important thing is just finding something that y- you want to help. And yeah. I think that you have done that and it's so amazing. So I feel like, yeah, own that. Don't even feel crappy. I'd be like, yeah, like this is what it's something that people need. And with twins, it's like overwhelming alone. You know, you yeah. just sit there and you know, once you find out you're, you're having twins, you're like, really? Like, and then once they come, it's a whole different story. Oh my gosh. And no matter really how much you prepare, it's you can never understand, right? So with Twin Diversity, we have the website. I have my book, What to Do When You're Having To, which is another thing that like my my agent was like, oh, listen, you know, it's it's probably not gonna sell. It's a micro niche. And by we put it out there on Monday. By Friday, we had two offers. Like it was just one of those Amazing. things that and of course, my my editor at Penguin at the time was expecting twins. And she's uh, like, Nat, you need to understand that your proposal was more informational than books that are out there now. So amazing. and then I was like, Lucia, we're going to do this. Like, come on, we're going <laughs> to have these babies. And it was so great to, to have that in my corner. And I also think like, Ali, like you said, now you're noticing everybody that has twins. And mm-hmm. I think what we I'm sorry, singletons. But I think where we win in the twin world is that we have this bond with each other that's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that a mom wouldn't have that with another mom. But like, Ali, you know, like if you go to a playground and you see another double stroller, there's a gravitational pull <laughs> that just <laughs> no, leads I you there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just in Costco yesterday and the father of two kids was and I didn't even look I was like just like passing and he was yeah. just like do you have twins and I was like yeah and like boy girl I was like yeah and then I turned around there's like girl boy twins of whatever and automatically you just start talking about it you know and I think I always am in the phase where I'm like when does it get easier because they're just seven months and I'm like yeah. you know like that point is just the first three months were actually probably the hardest three months of my entire life like on my sleep on my boyfriend's sleep, on our relate, like I don't think people realize like how hard it is, and I yep. totally agree that. And I think when you meet someone that has twins, you automatically bond because you have this like compassion and like empathy with yes. with them, and like also just understanding of like, wow, like I know what you're going through, I know what you went through, like how can you help? And then as yep. a twin mom, you're like, I just want to help. So like, what questions you have? You know what I mean? So, and someone I, I know is just posted that they found out they're having twins and immediately I'm like, well, I'll, I'm about to reach out and just be like, hey, mm-hmm. like if you have any questions, like ask, you know, or go to twin university because Aww. it's just different. So like, yeah, I think there is an immediate bond. It's, it's, Thank it's you, funny. Emily. Yes. You got to yeah. do it. You got to do it. It's, it's totally, totally different. And so like another thing we have with us is we teach, I teach classes. And I've been teaching them since 2009. Like, it's so funny. Like, I've been teaching them. I can't even tell you. I mean, we've had we've had definitely tens of thousands of students. So I used to teach locally in New York. And then even the people in New York were like, well, I'm on bed rest. I'm not going to be able to make it. And we're like, "Okay, fine, we'll do it online. And now that online like we've always taught online. And even like, you know, when the pandemic hit, we there was a flawless transition because I've been teaching online for my bed rest crowd. Right. 
forever. And I never want, I never want somebody to miss an opportunity to feel typical. And I don't want to say normal because normal could mean something different to everybody. Right. But like typical is when we have twins, we do go to the doctor more, you know, some, we are on bed rest more. We do have higher risks that we have to watch Mm -hmm. out for. And there's also things that happen in our pregnancy that don't happen in a singleton Mm -hmm. pregnancy. And so we have to be kind of on alert for X, Y, Z, you know, Allie, like there's different types of learners. There's people who do want to read. And then there's people who are just like, Nat, just tell me everything I freaking need to know. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we, we have kind of like a crash course, as I call it in air quotes, where you come with your partner and it's over the course of two nights, it's three and a half hours each. And we like it, like, we're like, we bang stuff out and we're like, here is the way that we're going to get ready. And like you said, too, that it was like it's upsetting for you and your partner. It's a big component of the things that we talk about, because like I said, it is something that you do have in your control. And so Mm -hmm. if there are skeletons in your closet and there's a giant elephant in the middle of the room, (laughs) you know, those are things that can be worked out before the babies get here. And your family multiplies, you know, doubles in size in a matter of minutes. And you have to be such a good team. Like, yes. I'm so grateful for Casey because he's been so amazing. And I think, I mean, when I'm tired, when I'm overtired or he's tired, maybe we want to kill each other. But that is, we know that so momentarily, you know, and yeah. it, it's helped us, you know, become closer in a way. And I think, yeah, like people, I could see it tearing people apart yep. or it could help you, you know, in your relationship. And I think there are times where, yeah, I wanted to kill him and he wanted to kill me. But it was uh, like, you know, looking back, it, I couldn't have done it without him. And Aww. if there's single moms that do <laughs> that two twins, I my I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. And so what do you think? So for your classes, do people come in? Or is it like a pre-birth class? Is it an afterbirth? It's pre-birth just to prepare you and and for people to feel comfortable. Okay. Right now we have, we have several different classes, but the, the main one where everybody finds us, uh, is we have an expecting twins class and it's also on demand because there's people who can come because of the time zone. And unfortunately I'm not going to be teaching in the middle of the night (laughs) soon. I apologize, but we have such a big international audience that we really needed to make sure that everybody was covered because it's, I would love if everybody comes to the live class only because you get to meet the other families. And I want people to have that connection like right out of the gate because then you could have somebody that you could call or text and be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Oh, I'm going to kill Casey. Like those (laughs) things, you know, misery loves company. And so when you, it's poor Casey, but honestly, Casey should also meet other twin dads. You know, like yeah, that's, true. I really, we, we need each other. And it's not only that you right. need your partner. I think that twin parents in general need twin parents. So we right. have a mentorship program in Twiniversity too, where we try to match people up. But I'm really trying to make sure that people know that they're not weirdos. We're not a sideshow. We're just twin families. And it's okay that we have a bonus baby and in my line of work, it's so normal, right? Like Allie, when people are like, oh my gosh, I had, you know, my babies early for me. I'm like, you know, what, you 34 weeks? Hold my beer. I got, you know, 20, <laughs> 26 weekers that I just helped yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then wow. with that, I also, then I became a lactation consultant and I only work with twin families and I work with twin families all around the world, which is unbelievable. Like unbelievable. to be able to, to have that opportunity 
and now I'm a birth worker. I'm a passenger, child passenger safety technician. And I keep going for these kind of new certifications because I really do feel that when people are in my industry and I'm saying that I'm an expert, like what makes me an expert alley? You know what I mean? Right. Like, come on. Like, unless I say, I mean, anybody could say they're an expert, but right. I want to be able to have the letters behind my name that say, hey, listen, this is this is a real thing for me. And so every day I right. wake up and me and I have a team, thank God, knock on wood. And there are plenty of twin moms in my team. And we just say, how do we find them and how do we make their lives easier? That is right. what we do every single day at Twiniversity. So like, what can I what can I do to make your life easier? So thinking about it, right? You got your seven-month-old puppies. What is something that you are struggling with today? Are you asking me that question right now? Yeah, for real. For real. Like, uh, what's like, no, like no, when I, you I woke up today, like, you know, what's the one thing that you're like, I can't, Nat. Like, this is, it's so bad. I'm going to lose it. I think that there's a, I mean, there's a couple of things, but I think that like them being on the same exact sleep schedule like is really hard because I and I'm not like I'm actually not like okay 2 p.m whatever like if but if one's really fussy at 2 p.m and the other one's ready for a nap like mm -hmm. the fact that they're in the same room and he will with the sound machine on blasting he will mm -hmm. sometimes wake her up and then it's the juggling of two and I think that if you asked me earlier it had been like yeah like we before they were like they were both born 36 weeks um, early. The boy was in the NICU. He was born three pounds, three ounces. She okay. was five pounds, three ounces. So he was in there way longer. So initially it was like he needed, sometimes he was eating, it felt like 24 hours a day. And yeah. then because he's trying to grow and she was more chill. So I think like initially the hardest thing was the fact that they were both NICU, but he need, they're on the different feeding and eating and growing path and then the sleep with that. So I, I felt like I was up sometimes. I slept two, three hours or mm -hmm. multiple days in a row where I don't even know how I was alive. And then now it's the fact of, I think they're so much better and they're almost there. But um, just, yeah, the sleep schedule. And then like when they're both really fussy, like, and you're um, like yesterday, we were out doing some errands and, um, you know, they're one's crying and and it's almost like I don't know you're changed you're fed like what's going on you know so I'm picking up holding them but I'm also trying to like do life things you know like I'm trying to do things and I think just I don't know if it's like a, a if it's like in the moment being able to like just mentally stay calm and not being you know but also I want to help them so I'm like yeah. And then the other one sees me holding him and then she wants to be held, you know? So it's like, I think that's, I think right now there's so many little things that I'm just like, what? But I would say that just making sure that they, one doesn't wake the other one up when they're trying to nap or one's not fussy enough and, and finding that balance of like being like, well, you know, if you, he wakes you up, fall, learn to fall back asleep. Cause I'm like, I'm like, you know, yeah. like I'm tough love in a way, but I'm also like compassionate in the fact that I want her to sleep and then I want him to mm -hmm. be able to fall asleep cry like if you can cry you're fine yeah. you know so I think yeah. it's like that situation is just the the sleep I would say sorry I just went on a mm. really long tangent it's not it's not a long everything. you know Allie like honestly although like you may feel like it's a long tangent it's the story of your day right, right. and so that is that's like that's the current stage that you're going through right, right. so this is everybody's heart is their heart no matter what it is, right? So you could say, oh, like that was harder to do that. But currently right. this is this is your challenge. This is your freaking mountain to climb and you got to figure it out. 
So the good thing is, is they're, they are getting bigger. And if you look back, you didn't like, they're still alive at seven months. No, like, look at that. Look at you doing things. <laughs> You're making it happen. Sometimes at night, that's how I feel. I'm like, they survived and yeah. I survived. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> let's, go, let's get through the night. We're good. You know, there was one piece of advice that somebody gave me when my twins were little and they always said, if they're crying, they're breathing. Right. And I remember sure. like there was moments that I would have to step out of the room because I was exhausted and I was yeah. afraid that I would overreact or I right. would, you know, like do something that was stupid or like try to grab both of them when they're both too big. So if you do need to walk away and you do need a second, it's good to just take that and remember, even if they're crying, they're breathing. And then another thing that <laughs> I would always try to remind you is that I don't think that new parents realize how much this weighs on you. You know, like, right. like Allie, honestly, you're in such a great spot because you are used to pushing yourself to your physical limits. Right. So an average bear is not. I mean, I am as slothy as you get, right? So <laughs> like for me, it's not, it's not the same. But for you, you know what your limitations are. You know what your body right. can handle. You know what your mind can handle. You are not a typical person. Everybody has to find that. And so what I still say is even, even though you're like, I know, um, you know, I know me, I would then challenge you to say, well, this is now a new version of you. This is mm -hmm. like Ali, like 2.0. It actually might be like Ali 4.0. Because of yeah, all the so evolutions that you've had, right? From the yeah. time that you were a little girl playing soccer and then like like thinking about now motherhood. So yeah. it's just, it's good to always remember that everybody has to take a minute to just freaking breathe for God's sake. Yeah. And that you are, and then there's that whole mom guilt. Well, I can't, I can't do it. I get too much to do. And it's critical that you remember that you are not relaxing you are recovering because there's True. so much that you're going through the day that even though you're like, I'm super sloth, I did nothing. Where did I really go? I breastfed all day. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. get off this couch. That doesn't mean that you don't need a minute to reset. And so yeah. like for you with sleep troubles, it's even more important because if you can't go in there with your game face to your 20s, they're not going to buy it. They're no, like going to be like, sure. I smell weakness on you from a yeah. mile away. And that's yeah. it. They're going to, they're going to know, sure. you know, and you're also lucky that you are somebody that knows that structure and regimentation is going to get you where you need to go. So right. you also have like that in your corner. Like you've had that experience from life. There's a lot right. of families who didn't have that. And now they had maybe three singletons and now have their twenties and are like, WTF, what like yeah. what yeah. I've been feeding on demand. I've been letting them sleep on demand. What do I do now? So you do have this crazy issue. But if you really look at what's happening and you're like, okay, let me take a look. My dude is getting up here. She's going down here. He's eating like this. Try to see if you could find like hardcore patterns and then embrace them. Because a lot of times mm -hmm. when we have twenties, we're like, this is bedtime. This is uptime. This is feeding time. You may have an early riser. You may have right. a night owl. And then that's like mother nature throwing you a bone saying, hey, Allie, you get to spend a little bit more time with that one baby without the stress of the other one around. Right. And True. so you could try to say, OK, if I notice this pattern, can I embrace it? And how could this give me a moment so that I could get to know him? And how could I make mm -hmm. him my best friend? And how could I make her my best friend? And how am I going to let them know that no matter 
that they are the twenties, that they're my favorite daughter and that's my mm-hmm. favorite son. Mm-hmm. And that's like the perk <laughs> of us, right? I also have boy girl right. twins. So I <laughs> always say amazing. that. I'm like, you're my favorite daughter. And she's like, um, yeah. your only daughter. And I'm like, true, but you are my favorite daughter. <laughs> You're still my favorite. That's it. That's I don't want to hear it. Um, what is the major question that you get all the time? I would say it it goes into equally, as crazy as it sounds, five categories. It's help, breastfeeding, strollers, sleep, relationships. Really? I could literally say, if I look at how I spend my week and I do, I speak to families all over the place via Zoom. My, the, the number on the 21st City website is actually my cell phone number. Like, we're not a big oh. corporation. It's right. me. Like, I answer yeah. the phone and people are like, I'll take, you know, could you connect me to the classes department? And I'm like, beep, 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 classes department. <laughs> but it's me, Allie. Like, I'm not yeah. like, where am I going? So I would say that those would be the top five things. And it really depends on where you are in the phase of your twin world. So mm-hmm. when you first find out that you're expecting, you're going to worry about the gear. And then towards the latter part of your pregnancy, you're going to start thinking about the breastfeeding because you want to kind of get off on the right foot. And then once your 20s get here, then you're going to really look at like, okay, what kind of help do I need? And then as they get a little bit older, you're like, um, they do need to sleep. Right. And then as they get a little bit older, then you realize like, oh, crap, I haven't spoken to my partner in six months. Uh, What do I actually do? Yeah. Yeah. So there's these different phases that people go through. And I think it's really dependent on like where you are in your twin world. And there's there's definitely things that are like achievable. Right. So like when I work with families at Twiniversity, I always say, like, what's your goal? Right, Because if you don't know what your goal is. How am I going to help you be successful? Like, right. what do you want? Yeah. You want to sleep? You want to stay married? You want to find more time to have more sex? I'm down for whatever you want. I love this <laughs> idea. Whatever it is, but you need to like have a goal. Like, what what do you want? And then does that coincide with what your partner wants? Like, Allie, I'm going to ask you a crazy question. Did you ever sit down with Casey and talk to him about what he wants to get out of fatherhood? I guess I never asked that question, but I think that we've spoken about our values of our family and as parents, but have I asked that exact question? No, but I I can give an answer based off of like maybe values, but that's my own yeah. opinion taken from an assumption of, you know, what matters to him as a father in general versus yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, but no, actually, I guess like I haven't really... That's yeah. a good question. I'm going to ask him that when he gets home. Well, the thing is, if you ask him. <laughs> Seven months in, yeah. But but it's never too late, right? It's only too right. late if you don't start now, right? That should be right. tattooed across my face is what it should right. say. Because yeah. if you don't know what he wants to get out of fatherhood and he doesn't know what you want to get out of motherhood, how are you guys going to help each other get there? Right. Do you ever get someone that's like, I actually don't know what I want to get out of motherhood yeah. because, you know. Absolutely. No. So like, if you don't know. If you don't know, you know, sometimes, honestly, people don't come from the best families. And so they can tell you what they want to get out of motherhood, but they could tell you what they don't want. Right. Which is just as valid, because if you're like, these are my like, you know, deal breakers, these are my hard stops, then you can make sure that your partner knows what your deal breakers are and that neither Mm -hmm. of you ever get to that point. Right. But like for, for twin parenting, sadly, parents of twins have a higher rate of divorce than the national average. 
Yeah, and, no, I, I, I can see why. <laughs> right? It's so upsetting. No, like we sure. have, we have more financial stress, more physical stress, more emotional stress. Like it is, it's freaking tough. Mm-hmm. And you get caught in, in the tornado that is right. the help breastfeeding strollers sleep relationships, right? You get stuck right. in there. It's just really, really important to make sure that you remember as a parent, and this is for anybody out there in the universe, that our job is to raise them to leave. Mm-hmm. Your job isn't to raise people who are going to be on YouTube in the basement playing video games. You want to raise like really good, productive members of society. And the way that mm-hmm. you do that isn't by putting them in a freaking art class when they're two. It's by being good humans and being good right. to each other and by living by example. So it doesn't right. matter if you're like, I don't have any money. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. We didn't, I didn't grow up with much for like, for God's sakes, in all sincerity, like yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, you right. could eat beans every day, but if you have so much love in your life, you don't need anything but that. And your right. kids are going to be great. So when, you know, when they're grown, you want to look at your partner and say, like, I love you. And we did that. And look what we did. And look what we did mm-hmm. together. And then you have yeah. a stronger relationship because of that. <laughs> it's funny you say that because they're only seven months and we said like we did this there's seven months like because yeah. like I I'm actually also one of the hardest things is like finding the time to go and work out because I'm going back into my season my professional season in February and I think the time of being overtired and then mm-hmm. the time in the day he's starting business I'm going back to play professional soccer I miss the season I miss it more than anything you know so finding that balance is is been really hard and um and then so that's kind of where we're in the middle of like hiring a nanny and help but at seven months they are about to be seven months we're like we did this by ourselves (laughs) like we actually did this and we spent every day together and we you know we still like you know love each other more than anything and I think that our main goal of like we want our babies to see what love looks like and I think that has kind of been our motivating factor behind you know if there's if we're overtired and we just want to fight because we're tired and we're you know and there's something so stupid and we're arguing over something it's always what is our even though they're only seven months it's like you know what does love look like to that and I think that that's been um something that we've kind of you know, held to thus far. And um, I know it's nowhere near like where you're at with your kids in age, but, um, you know, just starting early, I think that's a really good thing that's helped, you know, kind of us, like, what does love look Mm -hmm. like? We want them to exempt, we want, I want my daughter to see what she should find in a husband. And I want my son to see what he should find in a wife and what, you know, love and us just loving them so much. And I think, um, that's been something that's, I mean, seven months in, obviously, I don't, I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not coming from experience, but that's something that has helped us and, you know, remained something that's like kind of the motivating you factor favor? behind a lot. Could you stop just saying seven months? Could you it's like, hard. honestly, could you just take a minute and it's just like a, realize like that you, milestone. you did? It's a huge deal. Like, Allie, honestly, the fact that you got seven months and that you still have that as kind of like the core of what's happening, that's a huge freaking triumph. And you're mm-hmm. selling yourself short by saying, and I, and I don't like when moms do that, and I'm not, I'm not saying you, but so many of us say, oh, it's just blah, blah, blah. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just say, right. like, I freaking did it, period. That's it. Right. That's all yeah. that has to be. Just <laughs> not say, like, I made it this far. Right. Yeah, you're going to be, if you at this point, if this is your mindset, you will be successful because it's on your mind. 
as long as right. it stays on your mind and you're like thinking like it's it's in the forefront of your mind, you're going to be successful. It's the people that are like, oh, I never thought of that, you know, um, which hopefully mm -hmm. they're listening to this now and saying, oh, OK, yeah, maybe, maybe I need to do a little reevaluation. So, right. like, give yourself some really freaking credit, like sincerely. You that's this is a big deal, Allie. Thank and you. then you yeah. going back and then saying, like, how am I going to balance this? I'm going to tell you that's not it's not possible to balance it. It's going right. to be chaos. But it's right. okay because it's your chaos. This is your life. Right. You want to make like these chaos, choices. So I don't mind yeah. it. Yeah. Me too, it's man. Like, I don't. It's the New Yorkers <laughs> in us. We like it. We thrive on maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I've always been like so calm and so chill. And then, you know, having twins is like maybe I've used the word stress before where I, before mm -hmm. I was like, I never really felt I can like succeed in or just like coexist in like whatever's going on, you know? And so, um, but it's really... It's really funny, yeah, now that twins are here, are here and I kind of like it, like, um, at the same time. I know it was funny the other day. I was like, you know what? I think everyone's like, oh, one and done. You had a boy and a girl. Perfect. And then the other day I was like, I think I actually want one. Maybe, like, I'll play for a couple more years and I'll have one. I'll try to have one more. Like, I don't know. Um, but it's funny. And I'm like, how do I, how could I ever even think that at, you know, this point when I know what I went through? And to think that, yeah, I don't even, do you have twins in your family at all? Or is it just? No. I have yes, yeah, man. I, would, I couldn't even get oh, pregnant yeah, okay. with one, for God's sake. So, yes. And then I, I also, like, hated when people would do, like, when they, they were teeny, teeny, tiny and in the stroller and they would be like, oh, were they natural? And I'd be like, ugh, no, Wait, people they're not. people ask you that? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Really? Holy really? smoke. They would ask wow. me if I breastfed, if they were IVF twins. I have boy-girl twins. Are they identical? And I would be like, well, she's missing a penis. So we have, yeah. to, we have some phone <laughs> yeah. calls to make. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anytime anybody would ask me if they were natural or if they had or if I had IVF, I would always just really like initially I didn't know what to say. And truthfully, I felt like like a fraudulent twin mom. Like, am I a real twin mom if I didn't like spontaneously conceive them? Like, am I somehow no. like a fraud or a hack? And I could remember that no. I always just said, like, if they said that to me, I would simply just say, you know, like, um, do you have, you know, do you have a problem with fertility? Like, is there something that I could help you with? Like if they said, are they IVF twins? Mm -hmm. So it's it's so kooky, but everybody, you'll see that now, and especially at seven and and once the weather gets nicer and you're really out there, everybody's going to be in your business, no matter what. Even if they don't know who you are, they're just going to be in your business. Um, that's crazy that people are like, oh, like, they're going to be all really? over you, girl. Yeah. If it's one of like, what? we ask questions at Twin Diversity all the time, like on our social platforms. And so we always say like, what is the craziest thing that people have they, asked you? Right. And it's so, we have a list of them on Twin Diversity and like anytime somebody just hear something totally bizarre, we add it to the right. list. It's like, throw it on the board. <laughs> like, just put it up there because we all, we could all laugh and enjoy. Sometimes they're, they're such stupid comments in plain English. You're like, how could you possibly ask that? Like, right. like, do you have, there's no, there's no filter. People see twenties right. and they're just like filterless. And they're just yeah, like, I'm going to ask you everything. Yeah. I could say people, the most thing is like, wow, two, like, I, I can't believe, you know, I can't believe you have two or how do you do it? Oh my God. You know, it's something like yes. that, like all the yes. time, I guess, like, wow, there's another one. Or like if Casey has one, then all of a sudden I come around the corner, it's like, wow, there's two, you know, like always they're in shock that, um, <laughs> that, that there's two, but yeah, I'm, 
I will be sure to update on your site the craziest thing I get when they're a little older and I and I hear yes. about it. Please do. Please do. We love it. Okay, so so you have classes, you have your site, and your book came after your site. And that was – what's the difference between your site and the book? Is it like pretty much like just for people to buy and be able to read in the, when they're not? Yeah. Um, it's, or is it a little the, different? The book is really more me. So the book is kind of okay. like that combination, like that expert opinion, all the letters after my name – you know, contributions from, you know, world key influencers in the multiple birth universe. So the book mm-hmm. is, is very organized. And the book was also created. Uh, so I have ADHD. I'm very out mm-hmm. about it. I, lo- I actually love my ADHD. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I for sure people. have ADHD. It's ADHD. the best. So as a neurodiverse person, I write in chunks anyway, because that's my mm-hmm. attention span. I did not right. realize that inadvertently I created like the best writing for twins because <laughs> you just read the piece that you need. So you right. don't have to read like it's not a cover to cover book. You go to the right. index, you look up sleep, you go to page 76, boom. You need breastfeeding, Amazing. you read it, it's page 116, boom. So when I was writing the book, I wrote it saying, okay, if somebody has five minutes, what could I teach them? Because I'm, oh, I'm, nice. I'm totally a perpetual teacher. I can't control myself. And that's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's because I really wish that somebody would have just kind of shaken me when I had them when they were little. And I and they mm-hmm. just would have said, listen, not, that's not important. You're focusing on right. something that's not important. Let's focus on things that are important that are going to have a big impact. It's not important if their socks don't match. You just stop. Right. So yeah. <laughs> we focus on these little yeah, things. So when I was writing the book, I wanted it to be like quick bits. Like if you, if the book is next to you and you're tired, but you wanted to learn one thing, boom. If my partners are going to pick up the book because I want it to be just as accessible for them. I never wanted it to feel like a mom's book or Mm -hmm. like a, you know, a conventional family book. I wanted once again, like the site, I wanted everybody to feel that they're part of my community no matter what, which weirdly I actually get hate about, which is crazy because I have like gay dad contributors and mom family contributors. I, I honestly, I'm listen, if you have twins, if you shut two babies out at the same time, whether it was surrogate, you know, adoption, old schoolness, C-section, vaginal, I don't care. You're part of my community. It does not matter right. what else happens. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's for yeah. us, especially, man, I'm not going to yeah. isolate anybody, especially like sometimes yeah. surrogate families don't feel included in the multiple right. birth world. But Dude, you're raising twins. Like it's going to be the same exact thing. I want to I want to give you that same information. So, when I was doing the book, I was like, okay, whoever picks up this, could they read in 5 minutes? And for my daddios, I know that they are typically don't read a lot of books, but they're like, give me the cliff notes. So, even right. in the book, I I kind of grade out the boxes that your partner mm-hmm. would read so that he can oh, just cool. thumb through the book. And then read those gray boxes and he's going to get the best ways to support you because he does want to know. He just doesn't know. Like he's not trying to be a jerk. He just doesn't know what to do for you. So that way I could be like, you got homework. Here's what you got to do. Papa bear, you know, write this down. So that's how that's done. And then also we also have an app, right? So that's a whole other thing. And that is when you are going through your pregnancy and you have symptoms 
you know, you could track it in the app and then the app converts into, you know, a twins post delivery app because it's important to keep track of your poops, especially when they're teeny tiny babies, right? So we should, mm -hmm. all of us, have four poops by day four and every day thereafter per baby, <laughs> ideally in a perfect world. Really? Yeah. So that's, and that's a breastfeeding thing. If you're breastfeeding, right. you want to know that they're getting nutrition, right? So if right. they're, if they're not pooping, then they're not eating oh, that's enough. Good. And so that's how that's really we kind of judge it. That's good because that was something for me. I was always questioning if my breast milk had enough calories or if it was enough nutrition, but um, that's really good. Yeah. It's, it's, so we, we basically, we made this app because every single app that's on in the app store, in the Google play or the Apple app store, even if they're a baby tracker, you have to change windows. Like you have to leave mm -hmm. to go like track one baby and then the other. I'm like, this is so stupid. We could just build an right. app for God's sake. Like, right, thank God right. we, you know, yeah. we know plenty of people. And even when we're making stuff at Twiniversity, we always put it out there first. Like, do we have any twin parenting, you know, any twin parents out there that are app developers? Do we have any mm -hmm. twin parents out there that are copywriters? Like a lot of times right. we hire within our own group because if you're kind of drinking the Twiniversity Kool-Aid, you know what our mission is. And so that's right. how, so we, we were very, very lucky to have a twin mom app developer who helped us develop this to make it like super quick. So kind of like those right. chunks in the book, you could keep tracks of poops, peas, how long you breastfed, what breast it was, you know, all the, right. the little things. And then it goes into this big log that you could then bring to your doctor and say like, here it is. And you could also right. notice trends like, oh my gosh, you know, he poops every day at 10 o'clock. Maybe I shouldn't right. have a music class at 10 o'clock because right. odds are he's good. Or, yeah. or let me change his diaper before we leave. Let him have that, yeah. that morning poop. So we yeah, have, right. I'm trying to get to every type of learner, right? And we have right. our podcast too, which is just our Twiniversity podcast. I'm, I have no creativity naming things. I love mom goals. <laughs> so for, for us, it's all the kind of the auditory learners. And so people always like when they meet me in person and I do a lot of traveling cross country and I do a lot of public speaking all over the place to, you know, specifically to twin families. And people are like, I feel like I know you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you you do. You, you, you actually do. This do is me. Know yeah. Me. yeah. There is no like entertainer version. There is no yeah. like this is this is what you get, whether I'm helping you breastfeed or whether we're having our third Tito's and soda. Like this is the one right. version of me. And I really like I really care about the people that are out there. And like, Ali, like when mm -hmm. you asked me to do this, I was like, holy crap, like it's freaking like Ali Long. Like, what is she calling me for? Like, it's so interesting <laughs> no. because to me, you're up on this pedestal as a twin mom who is, you know, a, a, an overachiever in the best possible sense of the word, because I don't think that's a negative thing being an overachiever. That's what you wanted to do when you right. did it. I don't think it's, it's too much. And now you're raising a family and you're sharing with the universe. Like, this is my story. This is what I'm doing. Right. And it's awesome. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm floored by mm -hmm. what you're going to do. And I love that you're going to go back to, to playing and you're going to see that's going to be the next version of you. Right? right. So it's, it's awesome. It's so fun. Parenting is Thank so fun. So and I don't think that people understand that motherhood is going to change you and it's going to, it's going to change you for the better. And twenties, honestly, Allie, like you're going to say to yourself, why do people have one? I have one last question I ask everyone before they leave. What is your mom goal for the week? Today is actually my twin's birthday. So today no way. is, yeah, it's actually oh my, my twin's gosh. birthday. I was hesitant 
to say yes to you guys. But I asked them and I'm like, guys, like, you know, what do you want me to do? And they're like, as long as you're free by 430. So I was like, <laughs> okay. So that was was my limitations. But we'll tell them thank you and Aww. happy birthday. You got it. It's That's very exciting. Amazing. But my my mom goal for the week, if I have to say, what is my real get through their birthday? <laughs> mom goals. I, I'm the birthdays are good. So they're 18 today. My wow. twins. So That's I've had amazing. a few birthdays under my belt. I've gotten wow. this down. They're getting three separate cakes because it's also my husband's birthday because that's how no I roll. Allie, I don't know how this happened. No really way. I'm telling you. They weren't due till the end of January. I don't know. No Pre- way. Freaking preeclampsia, man. I'm telling you. That's amazing. That's it. So we have three cakes. We have like everything. Like I'm set for birthdays. But my, you know, I've... I've achieved so many of my mom goals and I don't mean to sound crazy, but like their birthday is for me. It's a time that although I know that it's like their celebration that they've spent another year around the sun to me, it wasn't it. This wasn't an easy journey for me. And like Mm -hmm. it was actually very tough. And I had a lot of birth trauma that I carried with me for way too long. And I didn't know that I should go to therapy and things like this. So for me, this day is it, it's a, it's their birth day. Mm-hmm. And so I think about like the people that made an impact and what I've done traditionally, which I don't think my family even knows this alley. So uh, if they listen to this, they're going to be shocked. But what I do on today is I email all the people that had a big impact on my family this year. Mm. And I just say, like, I already emailed my daughter's principal, who is magnificent, and her guidance counselor at school. And I'm just like, listen, I don't know if anybody's told you, but, like, without you, I don't know how we would have gotten through the year. And I think it's important that you stop and you take a moment and you're like, while it's about them, sure, they're getting presents. Yes, my daughter's getting her freaking nose pierced. Let's not even talk about it, Alex. (laughs) I'm going to take her. That's the 430. But like, it's about them. But I really want to just take a moment. And I think it goes back to that community mindset that Mm -hmm. I didn't get here alone. I didn't do this by myself. So I think if I had my mom goal of the week, it's to send a few more emails and to say a few more thank a few more thank yous even to my own mom who mm-hmm. i mean seriously like if it wasn't for her and if it wasn't for her showing me what a good mom was like i don't know Where if i be, would yeah. get here you know and the proof That's is in the amazing. pudding like i look at my kids my kids are freaking amazing like my right. kids are my kids like if you met my daughter you'd be like apple tree done. Like that's, that's her. Like that's my baby boo, but she's a ginger and she's got crazy red hair and she doesn't look anything like me. She's tiny. I'm almost six feet. She's five feet. She's like my teeny tiny little baby bean, but she's, you know, an adult now. So my, my mom goal is to just take a moment and reflect on the people that got me through this past year and make sure that they know that no matter how big or little of you know, an impact that they had. I just want them to know that that I'm thankful for them. And they got me another year around the sun too. That's my goal. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I learned so much from you and I cannot wait to continue to learn from you. Allie, it's my pleasure entirely. And I am so excited to watch your 20s grow. And it's honestly, it gets better and better every single day. So I will be stalking you on social on a ring. <laughs> Thank you. I will be reaching out for sure. I'm sure for so much information, truthfully. Anytime. 
That was such a great conversation with Natalie. I've learned so much and can't wait to continue to learn everything having to do with twins. My mom goal for this week is to get the babies on the best sleep schedule possible. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. This has been Mom Goals with Allie Long. Please like, rate, and review. Mom Goals is a Gallery Media Group production.